Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Here we go. 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 This is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Dawson. I'm Sam Delaney. This is our Friday morning episode. Um, we're going to preview the weekend's football. We're going to look back at the midweek football. Whoa, Sam. Seven points for you. Wow. On the, uh, on I'll the tell prediction you what, I just, league. I mean, I'm going from strength to strength, mate. You got two of the five matches correctly predicted. Which ones? You got Leicester 2, Brighton 1, and you got Southampton 2, Fulham 0. Southampton 2, Fulham 0. And what was the other one? Uh, Leicester 2, Brighton 1. Fucking hell. I'm an um, extraordinary predictor. You are. The turnaround has been incredible. It has. You were rock bottom a few months ago. You I know. Now... And you were the one saying... You were the one saying it was... You said it was not possible that we mm. would turn around. It was all over. Yeah. Now look at it. Where are you? Are you still third? I'm second. I'm there on... you go. And at the time... Result spot was top, and it you was. said, it, and you, that's the wrong attitude. You had the wrong attitude, and I hope you've learnt something from all I've this. I've learned nothing, okay. as in everything I do. Fair enough. Where I'm not the winner, I've learned nothing. Okay. Uh, you're on 103 points. You've burst the 100 point mark. I am on 91. You've got a 12 point lead. Fucking like, hell! Like Newcastle United. Oh, in 1996. you think I'm going to buckle? <laughs> you do think I'm Kevin Keegan, don't you? Don't know. You might get complacent. I don't know. We'll see. There are parallels between me and Kevin Keegan. There are many. I'm quite... There are many differences as well. I'm quite energetic, but at the same time, inside I'm just a child, a lost child. Yeah. So... Man-child. So, yeah, yeah, so I've got like a, this sort of energy and enthusiasm on the one hand, but an on the other hand... I'm, you could say. Uh, an ebullience, but I'm very fragile. Yeah. Um, and and that's the same as Kevin. We'll see them, and we? and that is my worry is that I don't feel I have the inner steel. Are you going to do something along the lines of signing Faustino Aspria oh, at this point in the to. season? That would be a classic. Can, can you introduce the essence of that in the opening game? That would be game? a classic Sam Delaney move mm. because many times in my life things have been going on a very satisfactory trajectory. Yeah, and then unexpectedly something shiny and exciting has become available yeah i'm not talking about birds right <laughs> but but i will jump on an opportunity yeah. so to speak grasping and defeat from the jaws of victory yeah because i'll get distracted i've been fucking oh that looks good yeah and someone usually my wife will go no no yeah i know it looks good but that's not what you're doing right stay now focused. dickhead stay, stay focused on what doing. you're doing because yeah. you're happy doing that yeah, okay. but, but yeah, but i might there. not be able to do it again yeah, and that is a, that's the Espria transfer all over. It's like the team's going well. You've got a great team. The last thing you need is a centre forward. You've got Les Ferdinand up front. It's absolutely fine. Don't disrupt things. Then suddenly an agent calls up, and goes, "Do you want to sign Espria?" And you're like, "I He's fucking mental. I've seen him um, on fucking uh, playing for Parma on Football Italia at the weekend. He's fucking unreal." I, I will warn you though he is completely off his fucking rocker yeah yeah yeah, yeah. don't worry about that I'll fucking sign him <laughs> I'm going to do something like that he might well be taking lots of drugs 
What do you think? Fine. Stop what talking. Happened? Yeah. I would be like this. Don't talk about that bit. Just talk about the bit where he scores those good goals. <laughs> ah, I don't want to hear it. So how do you think you could incorporate that into your predictions? I'll just make a really... I'll start making mad fucking... You'll start making Hollywood predictions, Hollywood you? predictions, yeah. yeah. Show-off Instead predictions. Instead of doing the predict, 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 predict... I'll start, I'll start showboating. You will. I'm not going to do it yet. It might not be this week. It might not be next. But some point it's between really now and the end of the season, I will begin to showboat yeah. and hubris will kick yeah. in. And that's the point at which you and Results Bot may have an opportunity. Yeah. Depends how big a gap I get. Liverpool, by Liverpool versus Addersfield. Yeah. 10 0 Liverpool. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, what? Well, don't question me. Oh, hang on a minute. Sorry, are you questioning me? Who's the cunt out? One of us is ten, 10 points clear at the top of the table, and one of us fucking isn't. Can you fucking remind me which is which? <laughs> don't question my methods, mate. <laughs> While you're in this frame of mind, can we do some predictions for this week? Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Here we go. Five matches randomly chosen by the random football fixture generator so that the unconscious bias can't kick in mm. and that we can't um, destroy results. But that way, we're destroying without predictions instead. Burnley versus Crystal Palace. Burnley versus Crystal Palace will finish, in my opinion, Burnley 2, Crystal Palace 1. I am going to go for Burnley 1, Crystal Palace 1. Results bot says 1-0. Wolves versus Cardiff City. Wolves versus Cardiff City. You go first on this one. I'll go first on this one. Wolves just been beaten by Huddersfield, but they're at home where they where they thrive. I think this will be a 2-0 to Wolves. I think that this will be... Hmm, see, I think you're right. Oh, you can match my prediction if no, you want. No, fuck it. I'll go 3-0 Wolves. I go. see your 2-0. It, it begins. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Party time! <laughs> West Ham United versus oh, Newcastle I'll United. Oh, I'll be guzzling the St. Clements on Saturday. It's the late afternoon game. Is it? I will be there with my daughter. I will be watching West Ham win this one, I fancy. Mm. And I think the score will be 3-1 to West Ham. <sighs> Yeah, well, Again, you've doubted uh, my predictions before yeah. about West Ham, but you, we unveiled the, Bob, the Billy Bonds stand. On, that happening on that's Saturday, happening on Saturday, and the crowd as a result. Billy Bonds is turning up, which he doesn't do very often because he's a very private man, and he doesn't like being the centre of attention. I don't fucking like going out. Hello? <laughs> Hello, is that, is that Billy Bonds? What of it? <laughs> Who's we, asking? We we are it's 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 John West Ham here. We're opening a new stand in your honour called the Billy Bond stand. What's that got to do with me? <laughs> I suppose you want money, do you? <laughs> no, that, no, not me that, no. They're, they're, they're on the phone for money again. Yeah, it's one of your fucking silly shops. You've been buying dresses again, like I told you not to. <laughs> what is it, Dorothy Parking store card? <laughs> I thought I cut that out with scissors. You can't got a new one, have you? 
You seem to have misunderstood, Mr. Billy Bronze. <laughs> you fucking misunderstood, sunshine. You're giving it to Billy Big Bollocks on the phone. Why ain't you come round and say all this to me face? You know where I live, don't you? <laughs> As a result of Billy Bonds being there, yeah. West the Cockney Nation yeah. will be that's like catnip to us. <laughs> We'll be going. We'll be. One of our own. We'll be berserk with yeah. with Cockney excitement. Chest there'll be a, there'll be a knee there'll be a knees up yeah. in the stadium. It'll be amazing. The Geordies will be like fucking hell, man. What's all this fucking bollocks? They're all fucking having a knees up. The bunch of flash Cockney is, cunts. Is there any possibility that Millwall could infiltrate it and get up their old tricks? Oh, mate. Somehow. Well, they'll be planning to. Yeah. They they'll have had. This is exactly the sort of thing that Millwall disrupt. will be attempting to disrupt. Yeah. But you have to understand between West End and Millwall, there is an elaborate web of espionage and counter-espionage. <laughs> so don't for a moment think that West Ham won't be ready for some old tricks from Millwall. If it turns out one day that you're a Millwall spy and have been... <laughs> for all I know, for, for I might 35 be. 35 years. I wouldn't put it past them that I'm a Manchurian candidate. Yeah, you've been brainwashed. And that I don't even know that I'm Millwall. Yeah. And then one day I wake up, crash, crash zoom on the face. Fuck! <laughs> I'm Millwall! <laughs> no! Then I just kill Stop myself. Stop at your own face. I just kill myself straight away. <laughs> Have you seen Bird Box where they keep like throwing themselves in front of trucks no, and stuff? I haven't. No. It'd be like that. It'd be like, right, I, the moment I realised it, I would just throw myself in front of a train. I haven't seen it, but I, I, I read about the copycat incidents where people were driving around with yeah. bags on their heads Stupid and stuff. Cunts. I thought, you fuck that. <laughs> They're fucking idiots. Oh, when no I was seeing it, it was quite good. And I went, oh, God, I'd like to give that a go. And oh. Anna went, you fucking silly bastard. <laughs> when this first came out, so we watched it a couple of months after it came out, she went, that's what every, fucker, every idiot was doing. <laughs> And now the first thing you say is, fucking hell, I'm not giving that a go. I'll do that. The best bit is she's going down some rapids in a boat and her and her kids are all fucking blindfolded. And oh, it God. is it is excellent. Um, but, yeah, that said, yeah, if I was Mill, if it did turn out that I was a Millwall spy and hadn't realised, then I would have no, I would instantly, I'd just take the cyanide pill that I carry yeah. with me everywhere. You got one as well. Yeah. Yeah. Crack. Got her, haven't you? Goodbye. Good night, everyone. Yeah. I'm Millwall. Good night. Mm. <laughs> no, it'd be terrible. So I hope I'm not Millwall. But West Ham being there and the um as long as Millwall's Millwall don't get away with whatever it is they're planning. <laughs> Should be a <laughs> like, good idea. To re- to replace Billy Bonds at the last minute with Terry Herlock. Could they pop- Oh no <laughs> What a, this is the worst thing that could have happened They go right Oh they, cunts Erlock's here They march someone onto the pitch with a bag over his head because that's what they're probably planning for the yeah. Billy Bonds I'm Yeah. And he like and they go right Sullivan and Gold and Karen Bonds Brady gonna be, He's gonna get involved in that, isn't he? Yeah. Right. Karen Brady's like, right. Ah it's Bonzo ready. Okay. Count of three. Have you got the bag on his head? Counter free, walk him. tranquilised him. Walk him out on a pitch. Then when I give you the sign, pull the fucking bag off his head. Then everyone will start having a knees up. And then you'll unveil the name of the fucking stand. All right. Yeah, all right, Karen. Right, one, two, three, fucking go. Walk out. Right, here he is. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm proud to represent one of the greatest legends in the history of this great fucking club. Pull the bag off. Yeah, that's not Billy Bonds. Cut to Billy Bonds, gagged and tied up naked in a broom cupboard, right, surrounded by Millwall, yeah. right, 
who are all pointing sticks at him to keep him in place, right? <laughs> and it's Terry Herlock, and he's in the Millwall kit. They go, fuck, fuck, it's Herlock, it's Herlock. And then the fucking curtain falls down off the thing that says the Billy Bond stand, but it says the Terry Herlock stand. And everyone's like, yeah, it's, it's our kryptonite. <laughs> the fucking Millwall, it's their biggest trick yet. <laughs> there would be grown men crying men like just throwing themselves you know onto the pitch the upper tier oh, yeah just throwing themselves on the upper tier just like 9-11 ca- again it would be chaos it would be like our 9-11 and Mill would be rubbing their hands yeah we fucking done them all ends up well the pikey cats <laughs> <laughs> so for that reason I'm going 2-2 I don't think they're going to... Just for the record, any Hammers or Millwall listening, I don't think that's going to happen. I don't... I don't... I think we've got a ring of steel around this event and not even Millwall will be able to penetrate it. OK. We, we, and that's we'll why see. I think we're going to win 3-1. It's going to be live on TV though, isn't it? So oh, if anything we, could happen. If Millwall do pull this off, it's going to be... And that's the, the extra incentive for them. And the worst thing is, it'll be televised across the fucking globe Here's for every cant to see. Here's what we do. <laughs> Before Saturday, we build ourselves a replica of whatever the fuck their stadium's called, a fucking Olympic dome, right? We build a fucking replica of it, and we populate it with Millwall fans, and we call it the Terry Erlock stand, and we get Terry to come down and go on the pitch, and we infiltrate BT Sport, right? And that we get, lanky cunt, Jay Humphreys. We get on... We, Get all over it, and we get infiltrated to take over the broadcast. <laughs> and the viewing millions are going to think that we've done a Terry Erlock on them. But it's going to be like the fucking moon landings with a major cunt up. <laughs> and West there, all them fucking pikey slags with their fucking Bobby Morris and Danny Dyer that will be shitting their pants like fucking babies live on TV. They fucking won't, though, because they've been on the wise. <laughs> They'll be down West Ham thinking it's all going ahead on TV and they've got Billy Bonds there. No! We're infiltrating the broadcast. We're going to make them think it's really happening, but I don't know. I don't, it'll, it'll, it'll fucking work. Stop going on about it, Shirley. Give me a bride behind the eyes. It's no wonder I'll get cross with you. I'm going to go down Tendy and get some cables. <laughs> don't wonder I'll get so fucking irate we won't stop talking when I'm trying to figure out one of my tricks. <laughs> How are we supposed to be getting our tricks off the ground if you don't give me a fucking space to think in, you silly cow? I'm Millwall Terry. I've got tricks to make up. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I think 2-2. Two, two. Mm. I, I don't think you're going to win on your big deal. Onwards, Bournemouth versus Manchester City. Um, I think it's my is it my turn to start it's my turn to predict first yeah. this time uh, I think City are going to quite comfortably win this one but it's going to be fuck Bournemouth defence is a mess at the minute I'm going to go 4-0 Man City 4-0 Man City bold yeah. bold stuff I think they'll be emboldened by watching Liverpool win 5-0 last night they're going to think that they need to put a marker down yeah, I would say we need. Yeah, I'd say nil two. I'm going to be a bit more modest. 
So they were, they got fucking... Well, I wouldn't say they got lucky against West Ham last night because they dominated possession. But we had almost the best chance of the game until they got a decidedly iffy penalty. So yeah. they look nervous to me. They look okay. a bit nervous. Fair enough. And the final one we're going to look at and predict is Sunday's... Uh, West London derby, Fulham versus Chelsea. Oh, Christ. At the cottage, is it? At the cottage. Uh, well, Chelsea surprised me and everyone else last night by beating Spurs, so they've obviously hit in a bit of form. Fulham are absolutely awful, so I'm going to say Fulham nil, Chelsea 2. Fulham nil, Chelsea 2. I'm going to say 1-1. One, one. Hmm. Because it's a derby match and anything could happen. All yeah, bets are off. Maybe you're right. So that is the predictions done and locked in for this weekend. Jalapeño. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Jalapeño. I've got some uh, correspondence from the Cunters here. Oh, yeah. Look at quite an enjoyable stray man story from Matt when I was about 18 I went out for one pint with a mate one pint mm. he says I deliberately only took a fiver so that it wouldn't escalate <laughs> yeah, we've all been there <laughs> during our pint another mate called us and joyfully explained he had pulled a stripper and was on his way to I the pub. pulled a stripper guess what I pulled a stripper I'm coming <laughs> over <clears throat> needless to say we doubted this story and hung around to see him turn up alone amazingly he turned up with a stripper who was dressed let's say provocatively for the old man pub we were all drinking in she had about a grand in cash on her I can see already that you're starting to doubt this Yeah, your suspicious twitch mm. is starting to happen mm. Uh, she had a bit of grand in cash and proceeded to buy us drinks all night we ended up in a club until I realised I was way too fucked and needed to go home penniless I had to beg the stripper for 20 quid for a taxi can you get a 20 quid please excuse me stripper uh, Mrs stripper <laughs> can, can you get me 20 pounds so I can go home because oh, I'm a bit pissed <laughs> says I got in the taxi and spent the majority of the journey patronisingly telling the cabbie bet you fucking hate all the drunk cunts that get in your taxi <laughs> disrespectful pricks don't worry mate I'm not like that I understand you're just trying to earn a living etc etc this self-congratulatory message was followed by a steady volley of booze vomit all over his car oh. he was understandably furious and pulled over demanding 50 quid to get the car valeted I didn't have it as the stripper had only given me 20 quid so in my drunken state I felt I had only one option which was to clamber out the window of the taxi and run off into the night I had mistakenly thought I was close to home but in fact was about two miles away (laughs) in order to avoid the angered taxi driver I walked across farmer's fields in the middle of January I eventually made it back to my mum and dad's and realised I'd forgotten my keys I spent 20 minutes lobbing stones at my brother's window 
He didn't wake up. I then remembered I could break in using a credit card to slide the latch of the window, but was too pissed and just snapped all my cards in the attempt to gain access. As I've said before, it doesn't no work. one has it's ever just done some that with shit a credit seen card in before. Film. Yeah. I realised there was no way I could get in, so I decided I had no option but to become stray and sleep mm. in the shed. Yeah. I curled up in the corner of the shed using a tomato grow bag as a pillow and Lovely. attempted to sleep. It was minus two degrees and I became concerned that I was mm. going to die during the, the whole night. In a fit of drunk logic, I decided I should probably break a window just a little bit to get into the house. So I found a broom handle and tried to gently smash a pane of the window, but instead managed to shatter the entire thing incredibly loudly. I opened the window and was halfway through when my old man ran down the stairs in his pants with a cricket bat in his hand. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Great dad behaviour. <laughs> I was so fucked, all I could do was slur. I couldn't get in, Dad. I couldn't get in. <laughs> Needless to say, my old days were fucking furious and woke me up at 6.30 the next day to clean the mess and fix the window. I felt quite the cunt. The stupidest part of all this is that at no point did it occur to me to just ring the doorbell, apologise, get everyone up and go to bed, no harm done. But all in all, a pretty successful night out. True or false? Uh, I reckon that's true. I mean, my only critique of that is that I would have gone stray sooner. Hmm. Like he, we've had lots of stories of men who I think have hilariously gone stray at the drop of a hat. Yeah, because secretly they just want to be straight. I think the weather conditions were a prevailing factor here. Hmm. He needed to get home. It was minus two. When you're sleeping in a makeshift place, then uh, finding a pillow is one thing. Finding a cover is more yeah. important. Exactly. A pillow is a lu- the luxury of a like. This is sort of shit that Joan Collins uses. Oh, oh, I need a pillow. I can't possibly imagine my headline flat. It needs to be slightly raised. If you think about it, pillows are fucking stupid, aren't they? Yeah. And a tomato grow bag. How long's a tomato grow bag? It's about what, six foot long. It would have been better off. Use that as a as a cover. As using a it as a cover, either in its complete form or. Just somehow covering yourself in the earth inside, emptying the oh, bag all over yourself. The bag. And then it's a way of burying yourself, and that would be warm. It's like a lovely, yeah. Or get inside the bag, inside and it's like a bag sleeping with bag. Some of the soil, yeah. Yeah, those are the things. The I'd be interested to know about makeshift beds and yeah. the most elaborate makeshift beds and covers you've ever you've ever had to fashion yeah. whilst being either stray or you know at a mate's house, pissed up. I'm going to stay the night, but the mate doesn't have a spare room, so you just end up having to do, use something really weird. Like I ended up having to cover myself in electronic products, like a video recorder. A DVD player and a television to keep myself warm on his sitting room floor. What was the most expensive impromptu bed you've ever used? Yeah. From the. the... I've covered myself in toys before on Are a you? child's bed. Right. Like when I got in uh, pissed and my daughter had got into my bed yeah. because she couldn't sleep. So I got in for, oh fuck, I'm going to have to sleep in her room. And so I go into her room, but she'd taken her cover with her. So what I did was, I was off my tits, and I just... But I managed... felt as though you had to be covered by something. I knew I had to be covered. I know I can't sleep unless I'm warm, mate. Mm. I need to be cosy. Mm. And so I'm a man who who adores coziness. You like the creature comforts, don't you? I fucking love them. I, I can't love... imagine you stray. No, well, I've been stray many times. Recent now, though? I don't enjoy it. No. Oh, nowadays, no way. Not in my new life. No chance. Stray is the last thing you're going to find me in. Podcast personality ain't going to go stray. No, I'm fucking... You'd uh, go stray for pay, though, wouldn't you? Stray for pay. Should have offered that for Comic Relief. It's yeah. Comic Relief soon. Uh, of course, well known to be the least funny day of the year. <laughs>
and uh, I'm surprised we haven't been asked to do something. Yeah. Hello, who's that? Lenny Henry? Yeah, what is it? Hurry up, because I ain't got much time. Suppose you want me and Andy to do something for fucking comic relief, do you? Fucking give you your first fucking laugh you've ever had out of it. No, we've got an idea. It's straight for pay. We'll go fucking straight. He's supposed to us, we'll go straight. Not in Africa, though. We like to do it in our own urban environments. Yeah. And uh, and if you sponsor us, but we Africa want some of the easy, money. It's fucking hot. Yeah, you don't need a cover there. Yeah, you use a big fucking leaf, you know, like that Mowgli character out of the Jungle Book. <laughs> uh, yeah. So anyway, if Lenny I'm Henry's not going to go straight for pay. You won't go straight for pay. Fuck for charity. I hate the idea of going stray under any circumstances, but I did once cover myself. I wasn't stray, or unless you, unless a man can be stray within his own home. Um, but I covered myself in cuddly toys, and it was actually quite good. Speaking of stray, you know the stray man, original stray man, who's the dad who I know. Yeah, I spotted him in the wild today on my way in. Yeah, I was walking to the tube, and outside the pub by Hammersmith Station, right, I saw a stray man. Yeah, and he was on his phone, but he was stray. Yeah. It was during working hours. I thought, he's fucking gone stray. Yeah. So what I did was, I took a picture of him from a distance, and then <laughs> and then I circulated it on WhatsApp. So <laughs> on the WhatsApp group. <laughs> I, I seen Stray Man in his natural environment, and he actually got back to me a bit earlier and said, that I was so... I, <laughs> he said, the phone call I was on overran so much, it sent me stray. <laughs> and I was late for a meeting. He'd been driven stray by a phone call that overran. Circumstances. It's great. If you if you take any pictures, don't take pictures of actual vagrants and homeless people. That's not what we're talking about. Homelessness is on the rise because of austerity, and homeless figures have spiralled out of all control over the last uh, however many years this government have been in about. But so we don't want to make light of homelessness. But if you see someone who is legitimately stray as opposed to homeless, send us a picture. Exactly. You got some bullshit there to read out, Sam? Okay, yeah, uh, Billy Bullshit. This is from Ash the Cunter. When he was about 15, a friend claimed to have been picked up by Diesel as the new face of the brand. (laughs) (laughs) This came as a surprise to his friends. He looked like Cromwell. (laughs) (laughs) You look like fucking Cromwell, mate. (laughs) As Diesel picked him up. Uh, When pressed to show us some of his shoots, he fluffed for about a fortnight before finally coming up with a few dismal blatant selfies which damningly featured one of his mum's house plants in the background <laughs> oh god he claimed Diesel flew their people in from the States to do the shoot in his mum's 2x4 in Halifax for authenticity <laughs> he later revised this aspect of the bullshit by saying he'd been diagnosed with an incurable and unknown disease heartbroken the diesel people didn't release his shots to the public because they didn't know they couldn't know if he was going to live instead Fuck. his adverts were secreted away at diesel hq <laughs> keep them under lock and key in our basement uh, seen only by a chosen few, John Diesel, the yeah, boss of Diesel, Sir and John Diesel, yeah. and his wife, Lady Janet Diesel. He set the company up in 1862. Seen only. Bring me the photos of the terminally ill man from Halifax in our abortive and top secret advertising campaign. You know the one with the houseplants. <laughs> Ten years on, he's alive and well and living abroad. <laughs> Alarm bells. Yeah. No, that mad lie that you you should know when you're telling it, people are going to ask for proof and you're not going to be able to provide that proof. 
Um, I've got another one here, which is a you know we asked for dad on roof stories. This yeah. is a good dad on roof story, actually. It's from uh, who is it? Oh, Ross McWatt. Okay. He said. Um, after listening to the Dads on a Roof episode, it reminded me of my dad, who coincidentally was a roofer at the time of the story. It decided one Christmas Eve many years ago to try and make me and my three other brothers believe in Santa, even though we were all between 9 and 13. Um, it started whilst walking uh, down a street and looking at the sky and saying... Can you hear the bells on his sleigh? He'd continue to do this every two minutes. When we finally got home and went to bed, my dad, during the time that they would get presents ready, had a brainwave and took some of the bell decorations off the tree and proceeded to climb up to our window, (laughs) which had a flat bit on the roof, so it made it easy to stand on. He then started to jingle them. He was pissed. Completely pissed. He'd beat the Christmas bingo at the pub. He fucking started jingling. He goes, Eh, my great hot legs. It's fucking Santa. Jingle, Jingle, jangle, jingle, jangle. Um... He started jingling him outside our window, drunkenly giggling ho, 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 while we slept. He only then got the shot of his life when my older brother flung open the curtains and shouted, What are you doing, you fucking idiot? <laughs> he fripped my dad so much, he lost his balance and fell off the roof. <laughs> The next day, Christmas Day, he spent it on the sofa nursing a great bump on his head with frozen peas, only for my mum to give no sympathy and take them off him uh, to use them in the Christmas dinner. <laughs> to this day, we don't let him forget. Ole, old Saint, old Saint Dick. Old Saint Dick. Lovely stuff. Um, I've got a sex feel. But it's all right, I've pre-read it, it's okay, I've pre-approved it. Good. Years ago, me and my mate, this is Craig Graham, years ago, me and my mate went down to Sheffield for the weekend to watch a few bands and generally have a bit of a beer up. Fair enough. His sister had kindly offered us a place to keep in her student digs with her mates. I was massively looking forward to this as I was ready to bring out my new shirt I picked up the week before. This particular shirt had small magnets in place of buttons. And for some reason, I thought this was the best thing that ever happened to fashion. I thought I was the dog's danglies. It's probably a diesel one. Probably a diesel <laughs> shirt. Believe it or not, this shirt seemed to do the trick as one of the roommates spent the evening sat on my knee in various bars, ripping my shirt open and running her hands along my chest. Oh, crikey. <gasps> this is where it gets embarrassing, he says. At this point in my life, I was still a reasonably awkward, geeky little numpty whose only experience of a woman's naked body included staples. <laughs> I had no idea she was flirting, just thought she found the shirt as cool as I did. Fucking <laughs> like hell, hell mate. Jesus Christ. I was even oblivious to the fact that when I mentioned she was opening my shirt on a regular basis, her response was, you're welcome to try it on me if you like. <sighs> a phrase that is... Some of these fellas you've got no fucking sympathy for at all. No. It's a phrase that has since been scorched into my memory as a constant reminder of my failure. The final kicker... The last thing I said to her before she stopped talking to me, I asked her if her mate was single. Oh, mate, that's Craig just that just Graham. goes in the you fucking deserved it file. And he's actually sent that in under his god-given name as well. I, know, I think. I know. Unless it's a burner name. All right, that's enough for this episode. That's all we've got time for. I've got some quick news without news for you if you want it, Sam. Yeah, go on. Then. Chico. Celebrity news without news. Chico from X Factor. Yeah. Chico claims he was touched by Princess Diana's ghost who gave him natural Botox. Ten. <laughs> Man with no arms who swam for wheels stabbed his dad with a blade held between his toes. <laughs> Eight. 
Oh. Yeah, but you know I don't like sad stories. Okay. Uh, Perth man superglued butt to counter uses gherkin juice to free himself. Yeah, uh, nine. Yeah, we always well, like well, that's a bit like the, the story that I've told before about the guy who superglued his arm to the sofa shop. That's why I included it. Yeah, good. There we are, then. That's it for Top Flight Time Machine for today. We will be back on Monday. If you haven't subscribed to the uh, Iron Filing Society, what the fuck are you doing? Get on Patreon and subscribe. There's all sorts of good stuff. Bits of Roy Keane. Um, well, it's the Roy Keane deep dive, so fucking get involved or you're missing out on some of the best stuff we do. And after the closing theme music for this episode, there is some exclusive information about another project that we are going to be launching soon. So oh, yeah. stay tuned and listen for that. Bye-bye. Sun, sea, sangria, and podcasts? Top Flight Time Machine will soon be coming to you from a series of exotic locations around the world. International travel will be the latest feature of this already fantastic award-winning podcast. That's right, Andy and me... Sam Delaney will be taken to the skies in a jet plane and each week presenting one of our wonderful podcasts from a different location. All we need is money, money from you, the cunters. We'll be enhancing our current offering on Patreon and charging you $15.99 per month for you to enable this to happen for us. Maybe one week we'll be in Portugal. Maybe the next week, St. Lucia. Perhaps... We'll be in Brisbane. Who knows? Hawaii. Wellington, New Zealand. Nova Scotia. Southport. Florida. But it can't happen without your contributions. So go to patreon.com slash topflighttimemachine now and donate to this exciting next phase in international podcasting. Hola, cunters. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.